0: Hello and welcome to AFL Deep Dive. It is Christmas, football Christmas Eve, live dive style. So this is the deep dive and the live dive. Welcome Mr. Smith.
1: G'day Trent, mate. How are you?
0: We got there. We got there in the end. Bit of wet sail style. Most of it my fault. We're in America and then I was in Sydney and then I was sick. So there's been 400 million things on the boil. But we're, we're there.
1: We're here and the, the big song is... Only 20 or less 24 hours. The big song. Hours. New one. Not yeah. the big dance. Nah, song. It's a jig. Song. It's a song. We've got... Uh, it's true. Well, I don't well, like any gym. of them. Game uh, would be game, better. Yeah. This, <laughs> the big game is on in less than 24 That's it. hours. This time, Nick, oh, tomorrow we'll uh, we'll, know. we'll know who's the uh, the winner. Yep. And it's the couple of big birds flying.
0: Two birds. Two rich birds. It's Very rich. an interesting scenario. So I think definitely for me the best final this year's was the West Coast Collingwood game. Certainly, if it's not the best, it's got to be in the top three, no matter how biased of a supporter you've got to, got to see that game. It was close, it was tight, it was contested, the Pies hit the lead in the fourth quarter, there was really no blowout in it. I, I thought it was an incredible game, so it's exciting that we get to the end, and these are the two teams that are left. Bit of shock in some respects, you and I thought Melbourne, I mean, you you tipped the Eeks. I thought the Ds would, would be able to just get over the the Eagles, given that they'd you know, done it pretty recently. And had the momentum as they well. They had the momentum. So. They'd been one of the form teams of the finals, but that was pretty shocking to see that completely fall over. Richmond, obviously, we haven't been on the air for a little bit, but, you know, the Richmond scenario was not, not ideal, but at least they kind of semi-fought to some degree, but the the Demons thing was really surprising. Yeah, they just
1: fell over. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, look more importantly, look at the start of the year, I don't think any... Not too many people had either of these teams in no. the top eight, let alone... Well, we both didn't. <laughs> ...grand finalists. Yeah. And uh, obviously with the amount of injuries that both teams have. And you yeah. look at the list now, they're still both without some real key players that you yeah. would expect that would have been there in their 22 at the start of the year. Yeah. Most notably West Coast with Nick Nadanui. Gaff obviously out because of that suspension. Yeah, Shepherd as well. Yeah. Shepherd and McKenzie. Uh, obviously now looking at the Pies list, some of those eight graders or their top 22 at the start of the year would be struggling. Yeah. Although I think Elliott and these guys will make their way back. But look, it's going to yeah. be an enthralling game. Obviously Melbourne has put on the unpredictable weather for Grand Final. It might be raining, it may not be. It looks like it's, it's going to be
0: okay though, yeah. But it
1: keeps changing just subtly every day. So who knows? I think if it's a wet weather game, High, we'll get into in more detail, but yeah. if it stays dry and we all know how well the MCG drains, drains, then, yeah, yeah, it might just tip in West Coast favour now that they've got a home game, a home ground that is similar dimensions to the G.
0: Yeah, so I guess we'll, so. We'll go through a couple of things. I mean, firstly, so for the the deep dive listeners and watchers that are looking at this now, we didn't end up doing a prelim episode. I was sick as a dog. You might be able to hear this in my voice still at this point. Um, we will do a chat around the prelims in the club reviews. So we we just physically couldn't couldn't get it done yeah. earlier in the week. I would have sounded like trash. I mean, both of
1: those games were that bad. They made me sick.
0: They made me unwell. They yeah. were they were that poor. But no, they they to be fair as well, they weren't great games to no. talk about. But we you and I would have found a way to, to stretch an hour oh, and look, half on that. But we've been
1: able to talk about yeah. St Kilda, Carlton, Captain, and a no. few other teams. The Sun, Suns are a team. Well, Sun's they, they make up a team anyway. And we've been able to talk to, about them for multiple minutes um, throughout the year, not just one minute. But so we would have been able to deep dive into the, both the We would the have figured minutes. out a
0: way. But we, we will do those that scenario within the club review. So unlike a lot of shows, don't unsubscribe, keep on this channel on the Beyond the Game episode Um, structure as well because we're going to cover the trade period right through and then we're going to do a whole club review. So we'll do full 2018 season reviews for every club and we'll do full breakdowns of of their season, how their trade period, went. we'll wait till the trade period's done and we'll do a full club review. So just a bit of housekeeping to get that out of the way. Yeah,
1: so definitely if Questions come up that you yep. want us answered. Uh, write down them down and then shoot them through, and we'll uh, look to answer them during that time as well.
0: Yeah. So, Facebook, Twitter, you know how to follow us on on any of the Beyond the Game or AFL Deep Dive um, at Gmail. All that sort of stuff. You can see it all in the comments. So. That's that's a bit, sort of a bit of housekeeping. Where we're at now, we're obviously going to break down the game. You want to chat a little bit about the uh, the Brownlow? I oh, look, yeah, it wouldn't first. be it wouldn't
1: be right without talking about uh, Tom Mitchell and taking home Charlie. No, yeah, I mean we. You so, picked it right at the start of the year. Yeah. That was more to the point. Uh, you knew what was going on before oh. the season even started. Oh no, no, don't! I had Bond and Pally. Like he barely got on the field this year. So <laughs> yeah. you've done well there. And look.
0: It felt like he's a To me, like, so I had my top three. I had Mitchell first, I had Caniglio, and then I had I It felt... Mitchell's just such a brownlow winning player. He's like, the type of player that... He's, he's a type of player that wins a Brownlow. Yeah. He looks clean cut. He's going to get a lot of possessions. He hasn't had that many injuries. He's a younger player, so he's probably going to get on the park most of the time. Like, there was just a lot of, lot of things that kind of added together where I was like, well... He's a very big chance. Yeah, and, and, and Hawthorne are probably going to win enough games. They're, they're that sort of team. And,
1: and he's yeah. obviously got a good mate in Toddy Goldsmith because he slapped him in the face and didn't get fined. or oh, Goldstein, yeah. yeah. So, well,
0: that would have been... I mean, to be honest, during the night, I mean, I, I didn't put any money on on Tom Mitchell winning, had I done, I don't know what it was at the start of the year. It must have been sort of at least sort of 10 to 15 bucks. Mm. But um, yeah, no, we, well, you can go back to the first episode. We we That was that was the prediction. But anyway. But yeah, a um, worthy winner. Yeah.
1: Obviously, I don't think uh, too many people out there, regardless if you're a Hawthorne basher or not, yeah. would undisputed, be undisputed that he's a worthwhile winner. Uh, there yeah, was been, was, there was a lot of good players that could have won it. This year, obviously, the yeah. probably disappointing thing like we were talking about just yeah. now is Gorn and Grundy both didn't poll votes as well yeah. as what a lot of people expected. But
0: also, like, just a lot of weird stuff. Like, like I mean, Oliver... I mean, look, Brayshaw had a really good year and he deserved it. But to be fair, I mean, Oliver, I think, had a better season and Brayshaw admitted that. And It seems pretty wild that he got the numbers that he got. Yeah. But it's the brand line. I mean, people need to remember, like, it's it's voted by the umpires and they regularly get it wrong so I, I just don't know how else to look at it than that it's, that's why I factor all this other weird stuff in in terms of predictions because yeah, you, you can't factor in as the best player no. that's the thing I'm not, I'm not suggesting he was the best player this year no but, it's usually but, someone
1: who's a high accumulator of the ball well, that doesn't talk back too much it how many great
0: players have won a Brownlow like? like that's yeah, heaps. the thing heaps
1: yeah, well, you know, Matthews, Carey, Carey Senior. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, greats out there that haven't done it. and, um, Ro- and Robbie Flowers. My... And I, I mean, I'm, I'm a purist and yeah. traditionalist. I don't want it to change. I'm quite happy for it well, to keep yeah. continuing this way. It is what it is. Uh, there's I'd enough other big... awards out there for other yeah. places to win.
0: I just hope the MVP becomes a bit more of a, a yeah, thing. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Because you look at the NBA and like the MVP is such a massive thing. I know it's a little bit different in terms of the structure, but I hope the M- people sort of regard the, the Lee Matthews Award a bit more in terms of prestige, I think and maybe if not. they broadcast. I mean, I know it's. I know they do on Fox, but hardly anyone gets to see it. It's sort of a tree falls in the forest, who knows? But if more people get to see it, it would be ideal. And if they built that award into a bit more of a thing, maybe that would be something. And
1: I think a natural progression will be that way in time. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Just as long as it builds and people start to take a lot more notice of it. Anyway, yeah. And you hear players like, especially after they won it and retired, they sit there and go, "Yeah, I actually." Like yeah. that reward personally because it's by the peers or people that are right in and they view the game not right at the time they view it afterwards and all that type of stuff before the voting happens. So yeah, you know, that's certainly. it. So but let's yeah, just mention on it.
0: That's it. You yeah, know, it's interesting to talk about. I mean, so we were talking about doing a Brownlow uh, cast We'll figure out a way to do that next year. There just wasn't enough time to get that all together for this year. I think that would have been really difficult. I mean, to and you be honest, were pretty sick anyway. So it turned was, out... oh, I was sort of starting to get sick at that point. But the other thing that would have, wouldn't have been. I mean, look, you look at Clarko falling asleep. Like I was very much Clarko. I, I think everybody was Clarko <laughs> at the end of the night. Yeah, like I don't, I don't know how we do this. I mean, I, I hope. That the AFL change the structure of it and do it over two hours or something like that because it is just too long. It is so long. Yeah, they don't need to do it's round much. reviews with highlights and
1: all that type it, of stuff. No, we,
0: it's not necessary. Especially
1: this modern era, we can it's go back. too long. We can go back and watch all the reviews on the AFL website. Yeah, and the, and the replays and stuff like that. So we don't need it. No, it, it can it's be too cut long. out. Just get it over and done with. We, we saw how quick Gill went on with the votes after yeah. Mitchell won at two rounds out, so it's still like that. Just get it over and done with. Yeah,
0: I've heard a lot of people saying like, oh, maybe they start the broadcast halfway through the count. Like, I think that's really weird. Like, I don't. I'm happy to do the whole count and count through the whole games, but I think cut out some of this stuff. I think I, I really liked. It was a really nice way. I, I really like what they've done with the Jim Steins Award. Uh, obviously, it's a you know great thing, and and she spoke really well. But the other thing for me around it is that I, I just think that breaks the night up nicely like that was quite good but maybe you could do mark of the year and some of this other stuff early why can't that be done i don't know i think it's just it's too bloated there's too much but also as you say so much of those highlights it's just too long but if that was look if it was an hour and a half i reckon it would make it a lot easier i'm trying to just factor in what's easier for us but it would be a lot easier to do something along that if it was just more compact and way less hectic. Yeah. And I, anyway.
1: And that's the thing when sponsorship dollars play a big role with advertising and all that type of stuff, but we're in the 21st century now. I think, honestly, somehow we can get the sponsors' logos in yeah. the background or whatever it may be to make it commercially viable. I get that that has to happen. But seriously, I mean, when you do a sale in retail for a long period of time, if you do it for a condensed period of time, you still make the same amount of money. Yeah. But the profits are bigger because you're doing it in a short period of time, so your overheads are less. So the same type of thing would, I think, would happen yeah. if you can condense a long ass broadcast of vote counting it's way too long, into yeah. an hour and a half.
0: So no. that's it. I think, well, so we will f- try to figure out a way of doing that next year. Whether we come in kind of halfway and then chat about it from there, I don't know. I mean, maybe that is the way we just have to do it because it's just so long. Yeah. And then you guys are going to be sitting. We'll have to get up and go to the bathroom. Like, there's no way I can sit there for two and a half, three hours trying to do some broadcasting. It's basically impossible. We could sit in the toilet. Oh, we'll we could try to do... We yeah. can do it from the bathroom. We can move the TV in there, but that, that could be problematic. The yeah, sound might be a bit funny. That'd be the main problem. It would be. It would be. So, so let's get you know, to the game. The important thing. That's it. Absolutely. So we get a lot of that out of the way. We've got plenty of time now. So let, let's go to the grand finals. Obviously, West Coast uh, and the Pies. So two, two, you know, it's, this is such a fascinating scenario. There's so many subplots to this. So obviously, we'll, we'll look at both teams, but I think overall... The fact that West Coast have beaten Collingwood on the G this year, I think, really factors in. You look at the recent record, and it's actually not that uneven between the two teams. So the last. No, they match
1: up really, really well. Exactly,
0: yeah. So, I mean, the game just gone. West Coast beat Collingwood, obviously, only just. Um, and then West Coast beat Collingwood at the G in round eight, uh, 17, so that's not that long ago. And then Collingwood, Collingwood, and then West Coast. So. Obviously, that starts to go a little bit of a way back and slightly different people. But it, I, it, it's actually been pretty even, and we had an amazing game just gone. You know, you look at West Coast, their offensive style is, is you know, dominating at the moment. You know, Kennedy and Darling. I mean, Kennedy had a really poor first half, but he worked through it and had a really quality second half. And that's really encouraging from their perspective, because 2015, a lot everyone had poor halves. But most of them had poor second halves as well. But yeah. to see them work through that and get it right the second time round. But then there's all the whole, there's the Cox narrative. There's, you know, you and I spoke really early on in the season and spoke about, you know, this this iso-Cox thing in terms of isolating him. If they can figure out a way of getting him to kick goals, not just Mark, if they can get him to actually kick it through the sticks, like, they're going to be an amazing side. Because most teams are going to think he's rubbish. He, he, you know, yes, he's enormous, but he's goofy and he can't kick through the goals. But that's the thing. That's all of a sudden started to work. Yes, we've only got really one game of sample size.
1: But he's I mean, I mean, he has shown glimpses. And if you look at it um, in, a, in a sort of a micro and a macro, the macro being the the regular season, Mason Cox did not look like he knew the game of football at the start of the season and then sort of found his way and had some really good games and influential games. He's kind of done that same type of thing in the final series. The first two finals, it was horrible. The ball would be in his face and he just didn't know where to put his hands, couldn't take a grab. And then when he did find himself in the position to kick it, he could not kick a goal or to a uh, teammate. And then obviously on the weekend we all saw what he did and very capable, very confident. He has that. American swagger, as they've uh, all been talking about. He, he's, he's born for the big stage. It's just a matter of Will doing it in front of another 100,000, doing it back-to-back. Yeah. Um, who knows? I'd love to see it. Yeah. But the same thing on the flip side. Uh, there was no second-game Blues for Darling or Kennedy. No. Usually the first game back, they people go, oh, yeah, after a long break. Yeah. They get into it because they're amped, and then the second week, they're a bit under, but opposite happened so now they're on to th- week three. Yeah. Feeling very confident. Obviously the dimensions of Optus Stadium are much sim- more similar to the G. Well,
0: they're using the space so much better. I mean yeah, this was the, the, the spread thing. the team yeah. looks
1: better. Uh they've been able to have all these guys that have had to play second fiddle on weight and do a lot of apprenticeship in the in the waffle now. Yeah. Be due to injury, retirements, uh suspensions in the midfield coming into the fall, um, they're just they look insatiably good at the moment and it's if it's yeah dry I think uh, the Eagles are gonna be very tough to beat
0: well look go back to the weather we spoke about this earlier I mean so it's gonna be 14 so it's obviously not warm but it's only gonna be about one millimeter of rain that's pretty Mm. much guaranteed and it's about 40 percent chance of rain in general for the day. day yeah and they're saying almost guaranteed it's all in the morning so the G drains so well. Like yeah, I, 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 I think it's going to be, I, I would basically say right now, unless something really weird happens, dry it's going to be dry game. Yeah. I, I think West Coast are going to be really, really tough. I totally agree. It, it's interesting you talk about the, the space and, and sort of the size of the ground and, and how that, that's sort of clearly helped them this year. Well, if it hasn't, I don't know, maybe it's had a mental factor to it. But either way, it's, it's helped. The the thing for me is, you and I spoke last year around the West Coast Eagles and how I, I always thought that the size of the ground, given the way they like to play, it, and this is they've sort of you know used this to their advantage, I guess in a way, is I thought that would advantage them, especially now, like with their their marking style. Obviously, you look at you know McGovern gets such insane amounts of intercept marks; he's the number one in the league goes back there. and The way they mark and, and structure back and forth to, to get it back into their forward 50 is incredible. And they use that space. They spread so wide and they do it so well. And they're I, so fast. They're that's so fast at fast doing it. Because
1: they've got, for me, being an outsider looking in, they've got the best of that real manic type of football yeah. that Melbourne and, um, and Richmond do so well yeah. and that more controlled style that sort of your Hawthorns and your Sydneys have been doing for a long time. They've got sort of a bit of both. They can play that kick, hold possession, but when they spread, they spread so quick yeah. it, it really catches the opposition on the back foot. Yeah. And I think if they can, can control that style of game plan, yeah. again, that'll, that'll uh, make it very difficult for Collingwood. But if Collingwood can do what they've done over the last two weeks, especially... I'll look, they'll, they'll make, make it really hard for West Coast on that sense because they are a bit more manic and they probably have a little bit more foot speed and obviously they know the MCG that a little bit better as well.
0: The other thing as well is like West Coast, you know, that, what was so impressive against Melbourne I mean, was looking at, at recent form, but then also through the year, but definitely in the back end of the year and the game just gone. A lot of teams have quality defensive pressure. Like that's, that's it, you basically have to have that. Obviously basically, a bad team. That's yeah, almost no, there's almost nothing out of that. But the, like, what was so key with West Coast was that game. They pressed everywhere. Yeah. Like there was not a point of the ground that they weren't insanely pressing. But then also just like their tackle pressure was incredible, and 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 the, their ability to lock down different sections of the ground. It, even if Melbourne got a bit of leeway not that they got much of it but they got a slight if they got a slight spread or they got a a switch that was okay within a kick or two it was gone like it was just unbelievable that, that swarm so to speak so I, I think that's going to be really, really tough. There's so many big bodies in that team as well. Like, you forget how big your barasses and people like that are as well. Yeah, was, um, it's a Schofield, unit. who
1: obviously wasn't even in the team two weeks ago, yeah. he's back, and I didn't realise he's 196 centimetres yeah. tall. So, he's a big body, and he moves like a, a midfielder. So, yeah. a lot of flexibility there. Yeah. And I know at the moment it sounds like we're sort of both leaning towards West Coast. I've still got. A lot we'll of yeah. yeah. We'll get to the ties, yeah. we get to the ties. We'll start with the West we're Coast. we are starting with West moment,
0: Coast, yeah. 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 I mean, I think, yeah, obviously, you know, there's also the, as you talked about Insatiable before, there is this sort of underlying thing with West Coast, obviously having been in the grand final recently. You do get that feeling that there, there is a number of these guys that have a point to prove. Yeah. Like, I just think that, you know, your darlings... Kennedy that obviously had a pretty ball yeah. game yo people like this it wasn't too many uh, well there wasn't players many because they could ho- no, hold their yeah.
1: head Shuey was pretty good at the start and probably could come off that 2015 thinking he did all he could but he missed a couple of goals uh, or sets nobody was good though yeah yeah they they, they were eaten up uh, pretty uh, convincingly, convincingly yeah. on that day so yeah that, that'll burn deep and obviously Simo... Uh, knows all too well what he needs to do to rectify that so you you would think I think it
0: helps I think it helps having been there before and been burnt to be honest I mean you look at Hawthorne after 2012 they came back and, and and dominated the following year. Yeah. I I don't know. I mean, you look July as well. Yeah, yeah. After eight. it just it has that smell about Pies, it. I, I, I'm, yeah, I'm, and yeah, I know Collingwood's board is probably throwing things at the computer, but we we will definitely get there. Yeah, we're there. getting there. We'll get there. But like the centre, I mean, like the big thing is we, we spoke earlier about the ladder from last year, and I mean, I had so I went back and had a look. I had West Coast at so I had Collingwood at twelve, and I had West Coast at fourteenth. So. Way, way, way off, and often. Through, I mean, second and. You third. and I had very similar. Yeah, I think it was around thirteen, 13 and fifteen or something like that. Yeah, something yeah.
1: Like that. I definitely didn't have them in the eight. I know that. No. I thought West Coast of both both those teams were going to be the big drop from last year, Woo. and I just couldn't see where West, uh, the pies were going to kick goals. But yeah, and they've turned it around both teams in magnificent fashion, and they've proved all the doubters wrong. And I guess aside from a couple of teams from this year a lot of teams will build a lot of confidence out of the, yeah. fa- the fact that they may have had a poor season this year, but if they just back themselves and the back of their systems, then next year's a whole different ballgame.
0: I thought it was just going to take longer for West Coast to get this midfield right. I thought with Prittis and Mitchell coming out, they made a lot of adjustments to get Mitchell to come in. Yeah. And then he basically wasn't in, was in for in very long, came out. And then I, I just thought that would take longer. But yeah. the way that, this engine is moving is, is fantastic. And on top of that,
1: losing Nick Nat again. Well, I just think they go. Hang on, who are these rucks? Uh, well, they're now who is
0: Lisets come out and no? I mean, well, he was always he was a good player, but now, he's, now yeah. he seems like he could be a great player. So let's use we can use that as a, a I guess a bit of a, a, a sort of you know switch into the pies because you know talk about rucks. I mean Grundy's I think almost the best ruck in the game. But, I mean if he has an incredible if he has an amazing grand final. I'd say he's better than Gorn because Gorn had a pretty poor game. just gone. Gorn was excellent throughout the home in a way, but so was Grundy. If he finishes really well, I reckon that it's the flag. Like, it's pretty...
1: Well, yeah, Grundy's got the ability to be... I'm not putting a, any sort of pressure on him. He's probably not listening to this anyway. Um, <laughs> but he, he's the type of ruckman that could win a norm. Because yeah. he can be so effective across the ground. Like he can take intercept marks in the back half. Obviously he's gonna probably dominate the ruck around the ground. He's so mobile. And then he can pitch hit a mark in the forward line. Not that he needs to if Cox is kicking goals, but yeah. he's that type of player. He's got a little bit more versatility than Gorn. Gordon obviously is so dominant in the Gordon loves kicking
0: points ruck. whereas Granny likes kicking goals. Yeah, he loves too, kicking goals and just to mix it up a bit.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think he he he's got a lot to prove mm. just individually just say, look, no, I am the ruck of the AFL, and I reckon he's got a little bit of cockiness Not in a good way, that he'll just go, yeah, I want to have a big game on Saturday.
0: Look, I mean, it, it is an amazing scenario with the Pies. I mean, the way they've been able to hold this together is incredible. The fact that, as we spoke about, a guy that didn't know anything about the sport has now come in and become this sort of player... The fact that we've got a DeGoey who, you know, the whole dog thing scenario with the coach and everything around that, and he's, you know, lying about his injury, and then now, like, he's become this incredible elite player. Like, Steel sidebottom Steel sidebottom has gone from from a, a B-plus player To like an a, a triple-A player We always really rated him But yeah. I mean he, it, He's it's So that's the, the story level. Of the Brownlow he I was going for him But yeah. Look it's it's he, He's an amazing player And he was already Pretty good around The the, the flag years And around that You know mm. 2011 sort of era as well But he's become An incredible player But they've just got So many really Really good role players You know trelaw has yeah. got over that injury And he's come back And just dominated Really He's been excellent Um you Know, Aish, I, like that's the thing they've Ace got has a role. Phillips, like they've just got so Main, many beautiful Main, players. Uh, uh, is
1: it Greenwood? Greenwood yeah, yeah they, 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 Levi's they just, excellent. They play that role, That they, the parts of the engine that nobody just talks about. All but role players. Without them, you take them yeah. out, no good.
0: They look like the dogs did in 2016, and it's got a heap of really, really good role players. So, yep. and West Coast do as well, but you can really isolate a bunch of specific ones with the Pies. I Yeah, I mean, they're an excellent side. Their their defense obviously has been hurt this year with Sharon Berg coming out and some some really Kettle quality things. Out. Yeah, I yeah. mean it sounds so something. Let's sort of use that as a bit of a pivot as well. So ins and outs. So if you're if you listening or watching this now on Friday night, so they've, there's no changes, but I think probably won't be. The, the I think West Coast you could definitely say there's not going to be any. The, the only um, one...
1: Although, the, everyone's still saying McGovern's a little bit under a cloud, but you just give him a jab and he'll be fine. There's it no sounds like he's he going to be fine, though, yeah. yeah. Unless he's got a broken <laughs> leg, um, whatever. Well, apparently he, he's got a
0: broken rib, but who knows? Oh, broken ribs, mate. Everyone oh, plays Hobbs, grand finals and no no ribs. Yeah, stock Dipper. standard. <laughs> uh, he, everyone does it. It's part and parcel of making oh, a grand final. We've got broken ribs right now. <laughs> we're, we're podcasting the broken ribs. Yeah, he'll be fine.
1: He 89 He'll be style. fine, <laughs> yeah. He, he's tough as nails and he yeah. definitely, I mean, arguably the best well, he's top three backs in the comp, he's playing.
0: Yeah, I think McGovern's going to play. I mean, I, I, yeah, he, well, you look at sort of injured players in games, I mean, Dusty clearly shouldn't have played. That, that's another whole story. But, you know, I it think...
1: That's a, a leg injury, I think. be that, harder to run around the ground. Yeah. I love <laughs> anyway. how Barn
0: was like, not injured, not injured, and he's like basically on one leg. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's another whole story, which, which we will yeah. get to look in, whole in whole the season. <laughs> oh, I'm to do all bloody three hours on Richmond. But anyway... Yeah. No, I think ultimately, yeah, I think he's going to play. I, I, I just don't see another option for them that, that can Come back government. that up now for what he does. Even if he takes half the intercept marks that he normally does, he'd still be so effective. Yep. The main one, I think, is that the, the rumour that's been kind of going around is that Aish out of, of the pies. Massive. Or the other one that you keep hearing is Goldsack. Goldsack. And then read in. I, I you do hear that yeah. a fair bit. But, but I don't know. I, obviously we don't have any inside information we, as to whether that's, we don't that's gonna happen.
1: If anything, so uh, that read one, if it happened, oh, I'm not gonna be surprised. He's been training all. the house down. Yeah. And he's a reed, so <laughs> who knows? Yeah. I, I, I think hope not, because hope not, they've got there without him, so why bring him in at the last minute?
0: Well, Moore was never going to play. I don't know why Moore anyone in the been media bothered talking Moore, about that. even what it We was had a beat. better chance of playing. Like, he's not playing.
1: No, well, he, he was lucky to be playing at, when he did anyway. Yeah. I, I don't think he's shown the form that he did last no. year. So He's going to you? Sydney. Yeah, Yeah, going to Sydney.
0: Almost guaranteed he's going to Sydney. But yeah, I we'll think talk about my, that later. We will, yeah. I think ultimately... It's, it's probably going to remain unchanged, which is interesting. As to, which would be great. Yeah, and it kind of is interesting. I mean, if Howe and McGovern are slightly underdone, it, I think it semi-evens no it out anyway. That, yeah. Because it's two kind of defenders slightly underdone. So, yeah, that, that's going to make it interesting. But I think ultimately, look, the pies... It, it's such an interesting game to talk about because as we spoke about before the episode started, we can see a winning scenario both ways. For both ways, yeah. You can see the pie pressure and... Them isolating Cox enough to the point that they can get a good three to four goals out of him. To go, he's going to get two or three. That's the thing. He's he's clearly good enough. You're going to get you're going to get pieces out of these guys. So I don't I don't know. I I get it. I get the feeling that West Coast are going to just push against the grain because obviously more recently you look at the last few grand finals. So Richmond beat Adelaide in um, 2017. Uh, the year before, we saw the Dogs beat Sydney. So we've seen a couple of Victorian teams beating uh, interstate teams, and it's kind of gone back a little bit now. It's obviously very hard you know, coming, coming over and having to travel, given West Coast finished higher. Actually, why, why don't we talk a bit about that now? There's been a lot of discussion all week around should the, the grand final be played at the G. Let, we'll do a bit because we have been asked a lot about this on our social media and on our email as well. What do you think? Do you think the grand final should always be played at the G? Do you think there should be this best of three? What, what, what do you think, Jay?
1: Yeah, I'm old school. Yeah. Absolutely. It is the home of football. I get that the rest of the world does this and that. Guess what? The rest of the world, with their sport, they don't change the rules every two minutes. We do. Yeah. So let's keep with tradition for a little bit longer. And honestly, I mean... Look at all those fans that can't get tickets to the MCG. We played at a ground that holds 50, 60, 70,000. Guess what? More supporters that can't get to the game. So yeah. it is the Coliseum. If you're an interstate supporter, get over it. Live in Melbourne. Oh, that's a no, I'm not joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Um joking. It's, it's until the rest of the country has big enough stadiums. I just can't can't see it They won't do it until causal. that happens. So that's and the key compare, aspect yeah, to and it. And you can compare it to American football, but guess what? All those stadiums are around about the same size. Yeah, English when, football, the same thing. Yeah. European football, the same thing. The stadiums are about the same size because the population's about the same size. So it's Well, there's a big
0: spread in America as well. Yeah. Like when Minnesota got the Super Bowl recently, the stadium they built was big enough for that. So I think ultimately, yeah, I think the grounds need to be bigger for that ever to happen. I actually would prefer I actually like the idea that if a team finishes high, that's where the grand final gets played I actually have no problems with that personally if you my opinion I'm happy for it to travel but the the grand has to be big enough it can't go to like a 40,000 like if GWS finish high and that scenario happens the grand final gets played yeah. with 23,000 people that's ridiculous we can't now, have that happen
1: I am too in if it becomes like a state of it's got to be a national game and it, you yeah. have Home game, home game, neutral ground. That means you're going to change the whole fixture. Like if they change the fixture, so every team plays each other once. Yeah. So it's a sh- shorter home and away season that allows for maybe a handful more games in finals. Absolutely. So in this scenario, first game West Coast over there. Second game, MCG. Yeah. Final game, ANZ Stadium or yeah. somewhere else, and that can Probably be... Probably not or fair, at, but yeah. But Adelaide, or wherever. Get a
0: bolt in the back, and... <laughs>
1: yeah, so that's... Takes of, 10
0: years to get out there. and yeah, yeah, it does. It's pretty much at Alice Springs by the time you get yeah, there. Yeah,
1: exactly, so... But yeah, and they can come <laughs> up with that. It's a horrible growth, And I think as, as the population of Australia grows, those things will come into consideration about the moment. Um, it's I at the MCG the, until 2050. Yeah, right? the
0: big problem is the AFL makes so much money. So the AFL out of the draw made about 10 million bucks. So... yes. Yeah. There's some significant money in it, and I think ultimately the ground's going to be bigger. I would prefer that to happen, though. I, actually, I would prefer that, too. I, I think, think they need to have any... Gonna... No, it'd be great if in WASA and New South Wales, as a bare minimum, there was... Because Queensland, I don't know what, that's obviously not as likely but with two but teams. But GWS, in, if they would yeah. it, I mean... But at least not, if there was 20, one... 20,000 at, at No, I know, less, so... but if, if there was at least one stadium in New South Wales, so it would have been Sydney... Perth and Adelaide, for example, there was one stadium, and you'd assume it'd be AFL because it's the biggest in those states, generally speaking, that could hold these massive crowds. Then I'm happy for it.
1: Or, better yet, just leave the MCG for finals. (laughs) No one plays it. And we bring all of the... Victoria Yeah, Vic Park... Way, yeah, well, you yeah, bring back Waverley. So then they Can lose, all, they lose all this money during the year. Well, they shouldn't have sold Waverley. No, I'm joking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Turn it up. Turn it up. Yeah. No, exactly. no I know. I think ultimately it's it's a difficult one because it is so challenging. I think it's it it, sh- it needs to be a national game. It is unfair. It clearly is unfair, but. The problem is there's just not enough people that can fit in the ground. Like it's it, As great as that, yeah. the new WA ground is, and it, it as an example, that's what's caused sort of a bit of kerfuffle around it this year is that it's a, it's West Coast in the grand final, so it does really raise that.
1: And let's be honest, 10, 15 years ago, the way the AFL were envisaging where everything was going, yeah. they wouldn't have expected Victorian teams to be as dominant as they have been no, for yeah. the last 10 years. I mean they would have probably envisage more interstate grand finals and therefore this whole playing at the MCG yeah. would have not been a big issue but because there basically has been Hawthorne, Geelong, yeah. Collingwood, Richmond, yeah. Dogs being there about. it um,
0: Carlton. A, uh, oh.
1: Who? Almost St. there. They no. got close. Yeah, they months, Yeah, to I think Spain. that's just brought this issue up again. So yeah
0: but uh, yeah it's I know hard it is mean, tough, and it's I, tough I, it'd and be I, better to be a I sympathise with... but I think the big problem is it holds a hundred thousand people the G yeah. and I think there's so there's so many contracts that are tied into it for it to move. I think that new contract was ridiculous though to sign it up to 2056 or whatever it was. Yeah, you would have it, thought 2030,
1: at, 2040 max. It'd be
0: the hundredth anniversary of the last time Melbourne had the Olympic Games by the time it gets there. Like that is a long time. Maybe that's time. why they're doing it. Maybe they're for the anniversary. And
1: they'll have the Olympics <laughs> there as well, so the grandfather Final <laughs> have to move again. <laughs> so. No,
0: yeah, but I think ultimately it, it's clear, so for the West Coast supporters. That have um, emailed us and tweeted us and all that stuff. I, I think it is clearly unfair, but I don't know a way around it. But anyway, so we'll get, let's get back to the game specifically. I, so tactically, these teams both played each other really recently and that always becomes interesting, doesn't it? Yeah. So they obviously, they've, 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 they've sort of felt each other out. Um, they, they know kind of, you know, how each team's going to play. They know They know bits and pieces of each other's tricks. How do you think this is going to play tactically? I mean, it's probably going to be a dry game. Let's just say it is.
1: Irrespective of whether it's dry or not, I think just the wet weather would play into Collingwood's style a lot more. As we said earlier, West Coast still play that more traditional game plan where it's mark, kick, and then when they spread, they spread really, really quick, whereas Collingwood's a little bit more of that modern, manic type of football, so if it's really wet football, it's much easier to just keep knocking the ball forward as opposed to taking marks. I think neither team will try to emulate the other, they'll work on their strengths and go from there, and we'll see there's two different styles next to each other, and they'll Obviously, there's going to be huge pressure coming from both teams. We saw, as you mentioned, in that first final over in Perth, probably the best. Well, it's definitely the best two finals throughout the season. I think so, yeah. And obviously, with the history with the West Coast being a grand final a few years ago and flopping, they're going to bring that knowledge and be a little bit more calm about it, preparing a bit, a little bit differently. Collingwood, probably. Came into the whole season with no great expectations. They look very relaxed. Bucks has brought in this real enjoyment back into their team. So they're probably just going to go into this like it's a home and away game. And I hope they do because... There's a lot of young players on that side too. Hopefully in the first five or ten minutes, the nerves settle quickly. And it just becomes a free-flowing game. Yeah. Not necessarily high-scoring, although it'd be great to see. We more need teams. a good game, though. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, as long as it's good and you're on your edges, seat. I think these are the two teams that match up best for that style. Yeah. And that that type of um, result. And who knows? Come the last ten minutes, if it's uh, flip of the coin type stuff, uh, it'll be a very, very good grand final.
0: Well, there's no draws now, so it'll go into time on if that does happen. If it does get um, even at the end. Yeah, I mean, I, I just hope we have a great game. I mean, the last seventeen finals, I saw a stat the other day. The average winning margin is about five, six goals. So yeah. it's not ideal. We, we yeah. need to have some closer games um, that, that are a bit more competitive. And it looks like this will be because obviously, very recently, we saw that sample there, and that was obviously fantastic. But yeah, tactically, I think I think you're right. I think I think for me. It's going to come down to specific matchups. I mean, if McGovern is really, let's say he's really injured. I mean, we're obviously really looking glass sort of stuff, but he's, it, let's say he's really like you know twenty percent of what he would be. As an example, then I think I think that's going to become a lot harder because it, he's such a serious role player in their side. You know that 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 link there with his intercept mark sets them up completely.
1: Yeah, and if it is a rib injury, you can guarantee. Bucks will be telling Cox yeah. and these other guys, when you're going for a mark, make sure you get the knee into the side. Into the side, yeah. yeah. and just make it really painful for him. Not yeah. in a callous way, but that's just taking advantage of a situation. In a murderous where, sort of way, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's fine. Win at all costs yeah. without... Taking, Halloween's out. So without punching me. someone in the head because yeah, you get it. rubbed out for that. That's it.
0: Well, I, well, next year, that's all right.
1: As long as you get a flag.
0: Alistair Lynch style, that's it. Yeah. No, but I look. Yeah, it should be an amazing game. I think it's going to be really tough and really contested. I think it, Pendlebury's an interesting one to watch. So Pendlebury had a bit the of rolls. He yeah, had a bit of an illness mm. um, just recently through the bye. Yeah, I mean, I think if he's really down, that probably doesn't help either. They've kind of covered him a little bit, which shows how good Collingwood is now. Yeah. Side bottom is pretty isn't it?
1: They've just spent um, a handful of us to go. He obviously runs through the mid, midfield and occasionally they do. They just have a really good spread. And if he's, I mean, he, he he's all class. He has been for such a long time. Yeah. He's one of my favourite players. To watch, he yeah. makes it look effortless. He he puts every he he's in slow mo. Slow mo. What everyone else is manic. He just yes. seems to have so much. And he has a Composite. basketball background. Did you know? Oh uh, yeah, good basketball background with um old mate. Uh, <laughs> they mentioned him that fifty times. A million on a times. Game. Yeah, yeah. He's got eyes in the back of the the head and all that type of stuff. But did you know he played was,
0: basketball? Did you?
1: That's the round ball sport. Yeah, yeah. that's it.
0: Yeah, he's played um, it before.
1: So is that' why he's so good at delivering it to Mason Cox. Possibly, he yeah. he to the he hangs oh, around yeah. with Americans, that's yeah, it, possibly. Obviously. Yeah. Does he play buzz?
0: I think he's played before. <laughs> played it once or twice. Well, two or three times.
1: That's why he's able to bounce it on a pigeon's head. a pigeon so and know, get it to come to back. Come back, yeah. yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, he's, he, he is fantastic. He is, yeah, he's he's very,
0: very good. But in terms of question marks, though, I mean, how's the other one, too? So Jeremy Howes, you spoke a little bit about earlier, obviously a bit... Not in an amazing position here. I mean, we we don't know we don't know where he's at. I mean, obviously they all say we're fine, we're fine, and then after the game it's like yeah, I break my leg. Yeah. So I, it's 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 obviously we're all everyone's being about as cagey as you can get. I watched the press conferences today after the parade, and it was the, you know the most cagey kind of conversation you could ever see. And they're both so kind of you know on the edge of their seats, just want to get to the game. <laughs> like it was just such an uncomfortable press conference. But I don't know. I mean, that they've probably, all seen the that same probably, thing.
1: But that probably makes for late change.
0: Maybe, yeah, that's the thing. It's, it's. I mean, the, 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 they're not going to show their cars until the very last not. minute, no. anyway. Yeah. I think it, the the only one I can see potentially happening is Reed coming in for, for the pies. For how? Possibly. Yeah. You yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: wouldn't think Aisha. He, he hasn't.
0: I think that was potentially a a pie Twitter type thing that got pushed. I yeah, just know. just to put but, the
1: West Coast team off, uh, off yeah, guard, make up a yeah, story. Sorry, yeah. I don't
0: think. I mean, Ace didn't have an incredible last game, or so. It was okay. It wasn't terrible. Had a bloody good season, though. He's been exceptional. Mm. Yeah, I mean, so you go through the lines, you know, Collingwood, Maynard, Langdon, Crisp. So that you know, pretty pretty impressive still. Yeah. Um, how Goldsack Varco. So I mean, let, let's talk a bit about that line. So it was how we spoke a bit about Goldsack. I mean. Even though, yes, I think Rewalt. No, so I, I think a lot of media people kind of um, distance themselves a bit from this. He did get owned a bit by Rewalt in the end. Who had uh, that game was obviously not a very good game, but mm. Jack Rewalt played one of the better finals games I've seen in a while. Kick five, like he was pretty pretty dominant. Yeah. So he did definitely towel him up a little bit there. But look, Goldsack obviously to come back from this injury is incredible. Yeah. I mean, for that. And then, obviously, Varco, like, his whole story is just...
1: The Collingwood stories. I mean, if they get up, I mean, regardless if they get the flag or not, but if they get the flag, the book about this, there's going to be a chapter on every player, uh, basically, and their story, and their stories are all really unique. Uh, Heading the list, Varko of all the players of late because of what uh, tragically happened with his sister. But before that, the coach and Bucks' story, I mean, he was... He was on. He was out. He was out for the count. The the umpire almost came in at the end of last year. Or oh, the ref from three, you're out. See you later. And he's resurrected his career and obviously the Collingwood uh, footy club <laughs> to some degree.
0: Even Cashman. I mean, Cashman. He's, main, he's yeah. back. goal mate, man. He's I
1: almost mean, almost earned every cent
0: he's been paid. <laughs> he, almost. Jokes aside, he has actually been very very good. He's the second new half ass. of the year. Yeah, he's been very. He, good. he has been exceptional. And then, I mean, yeah, obviously, every line you could you could talk for half an hour. But I, I think it's interesting to sort of got to touch on the Goldsack Varko oh, two pretty those incredible two stories, label, yeah. yeah. And then, obviously, Shannon Hearn, you know, like he's. I think if you went around the streets and did a street talk type scenario and said, "Who's is, is this, Shannon Hearn, or the Prime Minister?" I think more people would identify the Prime Minister. And that'd be tough, which which I tough because I don't even know who his name is. So. We don't know who it is at this point. It's probably changed it was, since we did started change, the podcast. Ed, do you know? It, is it, is no, it, is it another spill? No. It's probably, probably happening right this, now. please... Uh, Tweet at us if there's been yeah. another leadership spill. Or
1: even if you could tell us who the actual Prime Minister is.
0: It's my, ScoMo, isn't it? I don't
1: know. It's a terrible I name. Just wouldn't it's a I not have a embarrassing. I didn't vote for him. I yeah, think like, in Australia voted for him.
0: You know those really sad people that give their own nicknames? He's that kind of guy. Oh. Because he, he, he regularly says, oh, I'm ScoMo, and it's like, yeah, no, it's a nickname. You don't do that. We do that. Like, that's not for you to tell us your nickname. Um, so yeah, yeah
1: mo- as we've <laughs> said multiple times on and off the camera, Shannon Hearn probably underrated, one of, or the gets, most yeah. underrated uh, player, and let alone captain in the AFL, and he just he just goes about business, and what he got his first All Australian this year, yeah. Unbelievable. But that is, that is <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I remember we, we spoke, someone asked us a question earlier on in the year who's the best player currently playing Janotta 1 and All Australian? I think you and I were like, I'm pretty sure it's him. Yeah. If it's not him, it's someone. He's, he's, right he's got to be right up there. I mean, it was a joke. He's been pretty damn good. So we've got Barras that's come back in, who's been excellent, and Schofield as well, obviously. Him coming in, you know, I think he's really helped the side.
1: Absolutely, and really good matchup for DeGoey. Yeah. size and speed and all that type of stuff. I think so. Well. I think
0: to go he's probably gonna just have him covered speed wise. Yeah, but that's gonna be that's yeah. gonna be really interesting to see how that plays out as a matchup. I'm looking forward to that. And then Cole McGovern and Jed are obviously really, really interesting line there. Red and Yo and, and Marston as well. So
1: and there's some great stories there. Like Redden could barely get a regular game in the game. seniors last year and like year before that. And he's well, with obviously Prittis and all those guys. Yeah, yeah. and now like He's just... I think we've mentioned like he's one of those guys that's done a long-time yeah. apprenticeship and has repaid them tenfold, if not more. And yeah. Yeah, really good to see him uh, playing a grand final. And obviously, they've got their live wires up forward along with those two big guys.
0: The other thing, too. So, Willy Rioli... Um, I mean, he's looking fantastic. You know, you've got Shuey, Kennedy, Cripps. Like, every line on their side is just completely riddled with stars. So, it's going to be an incredible game. Let's... Getting close to the time where we're going to have to give a tip.
1: Yeah, it's getting that.
0: What what do you think? If you had to tip right now, I mean, obviously, like, it's so, so close, and I can really mount an argument both ways. I can,
1: same, and I have kind of written them off all year, and I'm not going to for the grand final, so I'm on the pies. You're on pies? Yeah, go pies.
0: Pies by how many?
1: Uh, Two goals.
0: Two goals? Yeah. I'm going to say the Eagles by two points.
1: Yeah, wow. That would be amazing. If it's that close, either way. But I yeah. just, I love think West Coast. By the way, I'm not doing this. I just, I've just <laughs> been in awe of the pies. All you going, how have they got there? How have they won? Why? Did how? How, yeah, how, how? 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 Jeremy, Jeremy, down. how? Yeah. Uh, so this time, I'm actually just going to back him in and, and and go with it.
0: I don't know. I just get a feeling with the West Coast. I think I think they've learned enough from last time. I th- I, I think enough of what they are is is less in question. And I'm not saying yeah. much of the pies is in question, but. I think... I I don't, I don't see the Cox scenario happening again. And I definitely not I The way it that. happens, just gone, which is a little problematic for Collingwood, given how much West Coast are going to score. And that's... I think there's just... Yeah, but who knows? I mean, it's basically like... It's, it's yeah, complete guesswork.
1: But for the listeners out there, if you are taking either of our sides on who to go for, please go for this, man. I have tipped one winner through the whole final season. Uh, series, So, I'm no good at this type of I'm stuff. I'm going
0: okay. I, I meant to... Um, You'd you know, be at like,
1: about 70%, I reckon.
0: Of the finals, I tipped um, I tipped Sydney to beat JWS which was a mistake.
1: But that was the only one you missed. Wasn't I it? think that's actually, yeah. So, I'm you probably not, at 90%. one or two. I think I missed two. I you tipped the Tigers last week. I had
0: to, yeah. yeah. Anyway,
1: it doesn't matter. Anyway. doesn't matter. That's if you're watching.
0: Tipping is... Yeah, it's, tipping
1: is... Don't tip. It's not good for your health. Right?
0: <laughs> that's absolutely it.
1: Yeah, just watch the game and enjoy it.
0: So well, let's let's go over a couple of questions. So, uh, I mean, I, a lot of people are sort of thinking West Coast are going to win. Any any other sort of things that you want to address out of this? Any other sort of overall topics? Any sort of specific things you want to chat about? Matchups or?
1: Yeah, well, key matchups uh, is always is always a good one, and where you think it's going to go. We touched on probably Schofield and DeGoe is going to be a really yeah. key one. Obviously, the the Rucks are going to be interesting. You would say. Lysette has been good and Grundy should have the better of him but we've seen that some of the better Ruckmans have been outdone by their lesser opponents yeah. in, throughout their finals.
0: How's I, that going to go? Let's talk about the Ruck battle. I mean, how does you know, Lysette and, and Grundy is, is exciting and then obviously you've got Vardy as well.
1: Yeah, I think they can expose the, I mean, Grundy's been doing it all year by himself He's but He's so good. I mean, if, this is the thing though, if Cox is not doing his thing up forward, he's surely, with his right. height, he's going to be able to do some damage around the ground and give Grundy a, a bit of a, a chop out. So, look, it's interesting just because of the, the way um, the game plans have gone this year, and obviously no third man up. The, the Rucks have a lot more influence in the yeah. game. I think where West Coast can win is their back six look capable of nullifying... The um, Pies yeah. forwards a lot more than the other way around just because there's no or there hasn't been any sort of continuity with the Pies six there's consistency they're always changing a player here mm. and there week in week out so they've learned to manage that but we're talking about a West Coast forward line that's got Darling and Kennedy who at the start of the year looked like they were both going to kick 50, 60 plus goals yeah, well, that's the thing. and then you've got Lacra, who's had his Ups and downs during finals. Le- Le- ha. Le- ha, sorry, and then obviously <laughs> Rioli. Ryan, Ryan's an interesting one. Or? Ryan's an interesting one. There's obviously been that uh, little hiccup. Yeah, um, but I think once he gets over to Melbourne, he'll be fine. He, him and Rio, little Riza. It's great to see Rioli. Another Rioli. Another Rioli. This is a few years ago. Somebody a row now. pointed
0: out that's the thing. Like if when Rioli comes in, you tend to win flags.
1: Yeah, so, so it'd be yeah, it'd be good to see Rioli win another flag. And it's good to see Cyril back for grand final. I thought right. I'd just get that in He's there for the longest kick or whatever they bullshit they do. Over, over the, the uh, area. Like yeah. What a crap. Anyway, <laughs> um, Yeah, so I can see why. You go with West Coast; they've probably got a little bit more star power across don't know. the I ground. I I just, I
0: just get a feeling they're going to break it. I know, yeah. obviously, recent record's not great. I know travel's not great. I know it doesn't. Yeah. A lot of it doesn't make sense. You can argue it either way.
1: Yeah, and ultimately, it'll. It's panned out basically with every game in the finals this year. The team that has taken advantage of any um, possession and yeah. uh, plays that they have and kicking a score. Have gone on and got the job done. It's taking those opportunities when you're in front of goal that yeah. matters. And so if we see uh, one well, West Coast team...
0: were pretty accurate as well against Melbourne. That was what was so bonkers. Yeah. Like that's the thing. Like they were actually they should have been. Well, you can argue the other way. They could have been even further ahead. But at the same time, like watch if they played the way they did they they've got to win that game like that that's the thing they were so good yeah but they're not going to be as witches hat style as no as I don't Norman think so would, no so.
1: I think um, both teams will bring their all it's and it shades to me. I think it's got an ear about the 89 grand final about it for me um, that's how old I am like with the broken that. rib yeah broken rib there um, lots of cages about who yeah. isn't isn't going to play a couple obviously. of mullets a couple of mullets yeah that's true uh, lots a lot more tattoos than the 89 grand final. And it'll be interesting to see if someone runs off the line and takes out one of the guys in the middle. (laughs) (laughs) I don't don't think that's going to happen. It's gaff style, yeah. Yeah, so look, it's just got something about it, this build-up, these two underdogs from the start of the year have gone through a lot of adversity throughout the season for lots of different reasons, and they're both there at the the final show. So How bad does
0: the gaff thing look now? Looks, as yeah, soon as looks they got boring. into the grand final, I was like, wow, that's Yeah, he, I mean, average. he's
1: going to be gutted and it's going to be something. Because
0: now, now he got injured. Like, there's nothing you can, can do. Like, his about. body just hasn't held up through a lot of football. But Gaff just, like, slaughtered somebody. Like, it's yeah. just not so unnecessary. So
1: unnecessary, and obviously, <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> like, he you play out. your whole
0: career for this. And, yeah, it's just amazing, isn't it, when you and, think about yeah, it? Yeah,
1: who knows what happens after here with him.
0: Well, North apparently giving him $10 billion, so you'd take the 10000000000 billion, wouldn't you? Well,
1: it's like a boxing contract.
0: Yeah. It's about that big. Yeah. So we, we lean to the point now, let's talk Norm Smith. So obviously the Norm Smith, like, is I've only ever guessed it right once. I got um, Chapman for the, which would have been, when did Chapman win? It would have been oh nine 9 against the Saints. I think Chapman won it. Yeah. So, obviously, almost impossible to guess it. I didn't, I didn't have, actually, you know, I did, I had um, had someone that nearly got it in the uh, 2016. I think I had Kennedy. he was only like two votes off. But obviously, Sydney didn't win the game either. Anyway, well, let's throw something out there. So, a few people have asked, who do you think is going to win the Norm Smith? So, obviously, it's very, you know, speculative, but.
1: It is, it's tough. I mean, you look at some of the people that have won it, I mean, Brian Lake. Yeah. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. How the hell he won one. Barrow, anyway. man. Barrow, <laughs> <laughs> right, man. Yeah, so, <laughs> look, it's easy to go with one of the big names if if Kennedy kicks a bag, then yeah. he gets it. For me, I, I think a safe bet would be still side bottom. Yeah. Uh, I think he's going to rack up a he's, lot of positions. He's got a riddle over him, yeah. R- regardless, but I am actually going to go with Brady Grundy, I think. He's going to dominate in the ruck. And regardless of the result, I think he will have that much of an influence on the game that he's my Norm Smith
0: for tomorrow. Yeah, I'm going to go with Yo. Yeah, good call. I think Star. Gonna, yeah, and he's been really, really good, and I just think he's going to have a massive game.
1: He's going to he, yeah. he's going to close or over thirty touches. He's just yeah. he's been doing that
0: style all year, and he's been dominant across the ground, like especially not, with no gaff. Yeah, I, that's the thing, especially in, in that that structure. So yeah, that that's but again, it's yeah. it's very kind of you know, throw it out there and just see see what. Happens. Okay, so
1: we're going to do that an outsider. Like there, are a couple of fairly sort of top line. Players that would probably, yeah,
0: a lot of people would go for. Um I think Hearn. Yeah, good call. That's because he's I'm... he's so dominant. He's such a good player, and he's super underrated. And defenders have been winning it recently. So. Yeah, I was going to say, and that's the yeah. thing.
1: The norm's almost the defenders' the defender award. award yeah. So yeah, that's funnily enough. I was going to say him or Greenwood. Yeah, yeah, or especially if Greenwood.
0: Especially if Greenwood tags somebody out of the game, and and, and he, like has, it's obviously very difficult to win in that position. But if he like if he just Completely write someone out of the game. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, because yeah, I was thinking if
1: Maynard can do that to a Darling or the Crow or whoever he goes on in the yeah, West. Maynard's
0: fascinating, hey. Huh? Who do you think Maynard plays on?
1: Yeah, well, I, don't, I, don't, I just don't know. He's so versatile. I think he will probably start on. Or. Nah, I think he'll be on one of the forwards. I think. I think he will take probably. Darling, I can't think of the size whether he's tall enough. He's been able to he's a bit like Ben Stratton, he can yeah. play hot, big and small. And then if one of the forwards starts to get on top, I think they push him on mm. um, at that point. Wait and see he's so versatile and that's a, that's gonna be the beauty about these two teams. All their players are super versatile. They've only got three or four key players that will sit in their one position, like obviously Herna McGovern, a yeah. pillars in the back half. Um, just like Darling and Kennedy are in the forward half. Yeah. With Collingwood, obviously, you're not going to throw Goldsack around too much. He's going to stay in the back half. Yeah. Likewise, to go, he's going to stay in the forward half. Might play a little bit in the midfield, but he's so damaging. Those two players are damaging, and those players I just mentioned are so damaging in their key roles, yeah. you wouldn't take him out. So the rest of them, though, mix them up and see what happens.
0: Who's the better performer of the day, Barnes or the Black-Eyed Who's who, who performs better on the day? I think the Black Eyed Peas. will bands. Yeah, I
1: think the Black Eyed Peas will be lip syncing. Lip syncing. Yeah, and Barnsley will just get it done because he's promoting. Obviously, his television, movie, or whatever it is, <laughs> the life of Barnsley. Um, good on you, Barnsley.
0: Uh, I but anything's yeah.
1: better than whatever they had for the last few. No, the Killers were good last year. It's everyone keeps going mm-hmm. about meat life. I mean. Just Seriously, get, if it was that some, bad, forget about it.
0: Yeah, just get some good Australian acts. I think we have so many good bands here. Why do we have to always go for like a Black Eyed Peas and all this stuff?
1: They have absolutely no idea about the game. Exactly. I this actually
0: genuinely forgot they existed. I was like, oh, that's those guys. Yeah, I mean, the people like, are going,
1: I, where's Fergie? And she hasn't been in the band. Yeah. F- okay, they yes. basically haven't been apparently in the band the, since she left. So apparently like,
0: she'd left them and it had been years. So yeah. I don't really listen to I don't get it modern either. music. But.
1: I, yeah, I don't get it either. I mean, there's so many... It's expensive reserved. aside from anything. Like, And there's no... Rel- I mean, I don't get the whole pre-game stuff. Like, what happened to the good old entertainment? I don't know. Who knows? I,
0: only, I just get on with the game. The <laughs> only good thing that came out of it was that Gil I Am jersey that they gave Gil McLaughlin. That yeah. was one of the most ridiculous things I think I've ever seen. Very... Was way, way too much. Yeah, we just... We definitely <laughs> do not
1: do... The pre-entertainment no. and half-time entertainment like we see in America. Oh, that's why we have to
0: have it at Twilight Grand Final. We have to have it at night. It's the only way you can have good entertainment. This is the, 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 the kind of, you know, theory that it has to... Oh, it's because it's, it's at night. Uh, of course. That's why, yeah. It's because it's, it's, it's dark. Yeah, it looks better. It looks better. Yeah, apparently it looks heaps better. You can't see things in the daylight. It's got to be nighttime with fake light so we can see what's going on, which makes yeah. complete sense. Complete sense. So yeah. There's a, a bit more money in the Super Bowl. Uh, in this this today, is this is true. There's and, a small amount of production and again, value.
1: Again, the traditionalist in me, I'd still love to see the under-18s and then the reserves and then the seniors play. Because then it's just like hours and hours
0: of football. Yeah.
1: But obviously, the way that the code has become and so... Uh, national now the, and we, but I'd love to, I mean, I'd mean i love to see the um, VFL women's grand final as a pre a yeah. curtain raiser or something like that another game of football um, everyone there is a football fan yeah. I mean I couldn't care less for either of the I mean I like the, they, sprint. they're good music. the sprint's good yeah the sprint's good that's half time that's, yeah. that's tradition that's, that's good nice. um, but I mean they're both good artists in their own right but I don't I'm not going to sit there and watch them I couldn't care less
0: no, yeah. Just oh. get. I don't even care. Always well, all tired out. This is well, really. Like.
1: <laughs> this is like Australia to me. But I don't even care to hear the Australian national anthem. I just don't get what it has to do with the sport.
0: Well, it's just a, because it's an event. I right? know it's an
1: event and all that type of stuff. But I yeah. mean, are we going to play the American national anthem? We have got an American playing.
0: Uh, well, they might be screaming USA, yeah. USA, USA, USA exactly like right. they nah. did just gone. Bit of facetious what do you think there? of the Phil Cox uh, tour that he's doing? The Cox family, the father and the mother, they're like, they're on like every show and like they're basically. Like, Hope they get paid. I don't think they get a dollar, but uh, I think wow, well, they should be. Yeah, they're they're everywhere, aren't they? Celebrities in Australia, yeah.
1: <laughs> unknown back home.
0: People keep saying like, oh, have you been contacted by ESPN and stuff? And they're like, nah, no, we got. It's like a local radio station or something like. In like the town they're from, Ragnum or something. Like yeah. that's, that's been the to attention. I he, think people
1: think that like... He's like the Ben Simmers of AFL. He's not like the Ben Simmers of AFL. I'm pretty sure AFL. that's not the case. <laughs> he's and probably the even the most wongy of AFL. Just
0: a sl- little bit yeah. bigger, but anyway. Slightly, yeah. So we'll call it there. Um, obviously, we could keep talking about it. But I think, yeah, look, massive, massive game. It oh, is, it's the grand final. It's yeah. Christmas Day. Finally it's football here. Christmas. It's, no, it is Christmas Day. It's Christmas. Yeah. It's very hard in terms of trying to analyse it in one way because it's so even, and you can mount an argument either way. Like I think, I think it's going to be an incredible game. I think you can mount a really strong argument that Collingwood or West Coast are going to win it. Absolutely, and that's what you want out of a grand final. So enjoy the game. Check out Beyond the Games video. So Ed, uh, our producer and Anime man with Beyond the Game. Thanks so much for everything you've done this year. You've been fantastic building and the show.
1: You're going to be doing a live feed from somewhere tomorrow. Yeah, Vegas in a few yeah, it's uh, all yeah. <laughs> awesome. we'll Ed's. Else.
0: Tomorrow, is sporting globe. It's going to be at sporting okay. globe. So yeah, if you can't, sometimes. yeah. So if you can't get, t-
1: if you can't, didn't get tickets to the game, get to the sporting globe in Richmond, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Awesome.
0: He's also um, heading to Vegas to cover the UFC. Some um, interesting fights and some wacky stuff going over there. So definitely check out Beyond the Game. He's some, done some really good stuff with Gibbo and the Cup this week. So yeah. lots of good AFL content on there. And
1: then when he gets back, we'll hopefully be back and we'll do a, a rundown trade, of all yeah. the trade and, and look over that and then obviously get into the post-season. That's it. That was...
0: Yeah, so for the podcast version of this, don't no need to unsubscribe. Like we'll be covering this, we'll, we'll do the trade period, and then we're going to do the club reviews, and then there'll only really be a few weeks, and then we're not far from yeah, the end. yeah, basically so
1: December is probably the only time we're not going to record, and then it'll be January, and <laughs> then it'll, it'll be it's back a, to a football a again. Football again, so, so <laughs> mad dogs.
0: Thanks so much for listening, guys. Really appreciate it and watching as well. Massive thanks to be on the game. Massive thanks to our sponsors, Hopster Home. Um, thanks for everything.
1: Everything, yeah. Thanks for watching. Enjoy the game tomorrow. If you're a Pies or Eagles supporter, good go your good thing. And if you're not, enjoy the game uh, stress free, like okay. I will be. Thanks, guys. Cheers. We'll be here for the rest of the year. So thanks, long. guys.